Welcome everyone to Sloan Cold Facts. This is our first ever in-studio episode. We started Sloan Cold Facts during the pandemic. In 2020, we did a bunch of IG live interviews with a lot of coaches and grassroots basketball figures and sports uh, uh, athletes and different members of the media. This is our first ever in-studio uh, podcast, in-studio episode, the very first one. I'm getting ready to pour my nice beverage. I'm a Malbec guy with a red wine Get the party started. And today we have a very, 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 very special guest. Um, I'm gonna give him his flowers. That's what we do on the Sloan Cold Facts podcast. We give guys flowers. And the guy on today's episode, the very first episode, is a guy who's been in grassroots basketball for 30 years. He's had over 120 players sign Division One scholarships. He's had six guys get drafted to NBA, two lottery picks, NBA All-Stars. He's had 14 guys be college All-Americans, one player of the year nationally, three conference players of the year. He's a mentor. He's a father figure. He's been in the community here in Houston for a very long time. If you guys don't know who I'm talking about, it's the one and only, the incomparable John Yuri, a.k.a. The Godfather. We're going to give it up for John Yuri. John What's Yuri, up? John Yuri, how you doing, man? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. First and foremost, let me thank you for appearing on the show. We really appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, our relationship goes back to uh, when I was 16 years old. Uh, just a quick story about Coach Yuri before I get into his uh, Twitter rant from this week. But I met John Yuri when I was 16 years old. He had a he had this basketball tournament in the spring at Yates High School. Um, and our my high school team, Eisenhower High School, we played in it, and we played against this Houston Superstar team that was loaded. And they had T.J. Ford, Daniel Ewing, Corey Valson, uh, Ronnie Davis from Beaumont Central High School. It was a loaded group, and we, just had our, we had our local high school team. And so we ended up playing them close at Yates. And after the game, their coach kind of runs up to us, to me and one of my teammates, Floyd McLean. He was like, you guys are going to be Houston superstars. And we're like, yo, who is this dude? And after, we're like, yo, this is John Yuri." And so then we were already on another team, the Houston Jaguars, a Nike team here in the city of Houston. And uh, Yuri was like, if you guys come and play with the Houston superstars, it'll change your life. And so my teammate, Floyd McLean, he left the next week to join Yuri's team, but I needed a little bit more convincing. So that next weekend, Yuri and his team had a tournament. They played actually in the Kingwood Classic hosted by Hal Pastner. And so my parents and I went to the game, and we sat behind the bench in the stands. And during the game, Yuri turned around and screamed, Marcus Sloan, you need to be with the Houston Superstars. This is where you need to be. I can make you a star. And I had never had a coach be that boisterous or, or, or talk like that to me. And, and you know, it, it, it made me feel special. And long story short, everything Coach John Yuri did, um, or everything he said he would do, he did. Uh, he changed my life. He helped me, you know, play in front of hundreds of college coaches. Um, I got invited to the prestigious ABC, Adidas ABCD camp, um, big-time national tournaments. Everything he said he would do for me as a player, as a person, he did, and he definitely changed my life. So I want to give him his flowers first and foremost. Um, Coach, thank you. I, I, I've told him that privately. Appreciate I, you. I, I, I want to say it to him publicly. Um, now, Coach, we're going to get right into it. Early, early this week, probably two days ago, the ESPN uh, national rankings came out. Uh, 
and you were pretty uh, loud on Twitter as you, as you usually are. Um, you kind of voiced your opinion about it. And in, in, in one of the tweets, you said this. You said, don't be scared now, Paul, being Cardi with your no evaluating self has gotten your hype. You name the time and place, and we show up and whip all of y'all. Yeah, I said it. My name is John Yuri, a.k.a. The Godfather. Um, Yuri, kind of talk about your feelings this week um, about the rankings well, and, and just about the, the, the national ESPN rankings. Well, the, the thing about it, it started last year when, when you know, with P.J. Haggerty. Um, I was uh, – so I went up to Paul Biancardi. I think he was in my hotel, too. And I asked him, I said, why you ain't ranking P.J. Haggerty? I said, we've been killing everybody. Mm-hmm. And so he said, you know, we're going to come see you play. So we ran, uh, I believe, uh, we were in Atlanta. And when he came to the game, not only did P.J. Haggerty score uh, probably like maybe 35, and he hit the game winner in overtime. And, I, and so he still didn't write nothing about P.J. And it kind of made me mad. I'm like, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. That that dude put on a Herculean performance um, today, and you're not talking about him. You know, primarily, you know, because it wasn't at a three-stripe or or a Nike tournament or something like that. So I just lost respect for him. I just, you know, because, uh, first of all, he's been in the basketball business a long time. So have I. And let me correct you. I have well over 375 players that's on Division One. Excuse me. Excuse and me. Also, Get me together. Get me together. There you go. Talk that and talk. Also, too, I've I've sent eight guys to the NBA, <laughs> um, oh, and and I was the first person in the country to be have two McDonald's All Americans from the same high school team. Talk that talk. Plus, nobody gave me credit for Jimmy Butler too. Nobody gave me credit, but remember, we gonna I touch couldn't on that give later Jimmy too. Butler away. We gonna touch I couldn't on that. give no, – nobody wanted Jimmy. Nobody. You know, and that's why Jimmy has the chip on his shoulder because A&M didn't want him. Nobody wanted him. But he was on – we won the Gasso that year. Plus, we, we were in the consolation bracket at half tournament with all them coaches. We won that too. And we beat some really good teams. So, I mean, you know, and I, I understand why Jimmy has that chip. But, no, I just – back to uh, Paul Biancardi. So – you know, so, you know, he comes out with his ranking. A lot of times he gets this information from people who give him information. He don't really go out and watch players. And all I said was, you know, you don't know, you don't know what you're talking about. And, and this one I got to kind of give, you know, I understood, you know, Marcus, that you were pushing Zion Pipkin. I get it. I get it. Zion Pipkin's a good player. Okay, no problem about that. You know, he's basically a – Northside guy, and I know you guys, Eisenhower, y'all, y'all kind of look out for them guys on the side of town, and I'm, and I'm good with that. I'm good with that. But now, you're but, in, in in fairness to Zion, he he is a good player, and so I, I didn't say he wasn't a good player. I wouldn't say I didn't never say he wasn't a good player. I think Zion is a really good player, not a good player. He's a really good player. But all I said, but see, my thing, Marcus, I, I, I base, I base, I, I think rankings should be based off performance. I give you a prime example. Why shouldn't kids like uh, Marlon Lowson be ranked higher when he killed the number one player in the country? I, I just think if, if basketball is a game you got to prove. You you can't go out and politics basketball. That's the beauty of it. And the thing about it is, is that 
if if the game is is, is is a beautiful game and it's based off raw talent, give people their flowers when they earn it. That's all I'm saying. And so when we played against Zion, Zion didn't score on us at the U of H League camp. And Jared Harris put on a show. Now, and, and now, so, now hold on. Let, let me cut you off really quick. So just going back to, to, to some of your Twitter, I would say, antics, rants, a lot of people, Yuri, have issues with – when you're on social media, you can, when you compare your players to their players or when you compare your players to other players saying that I mean, this kid isn't that good and, like, it rubs some people the wrong way. So, like, I'm, 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 I'm going to give you a chance that. to – I don't, I, like, I don't directly try to, try to kill nobody's kid because I'm not trying – first of all, I'm for Houston kids, and you know that, Marcus. I'm for Houston kids. So, Zion Pipkin, whoever, I'm for them. I'm trying to help them. But – but kids like Jared Harris, who has earned it, who played well. Let's, 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 let's understand the fact. Jared Harris led his team to the state tournament, which is hard to do, number one. Jared number Harris, two. Jared Harris at Sealsby High School. He's a, he's a um, class of 2024 junior guard, one of the better. Jared Harris led his high school team to the state tournament. They lost their faith and family. That's number one. Number two, he, we played in the circuit league. He was a, we won everything at the Circuit League. We played in Buffs event. He was the leading scorer at that. We played in the Gasso. We won that. We played in – he played for his high school, TABC. They, he played well in that. I mean, then we go to Atlanta. He played well in there. We went 6-1. and one. I mean, what more do you got to do? All I'm saying is that he, he has proven it on the court. We have in politics. I don't want to give nobody no flowers if they don't earn it. And you know how I am, Marcus. I'm, now, am I going to fight for my players? Absolutely. Did I fight for Marcus Long? Absolutely. Did I fight for C.J. Ford? Absolutely. Because they play for me and their parents. I gave these parents my word. And if I give a parent my word, I'm going to stick by it. You, you entrust me with your child, I'm going to trust you and do the best I can to get your son to college. And that is, has been my mantra for 30 years. Now you're, so, now you're, hold on real quick. So do you think that with the way you fight for your kids, AAA in social, you know, AKA in so on social media in public, do you feel as though it may, I'm not going to use the word intimidate, but it may um, kind of turn some people off the way you fight for your kids. Whereas you think you're fighting for your kids, but other people think Yuri's being over the top. He's doing too much. Do you think that that hurts your kids in the long run with, think, with national values? I don't think it hurts my kids, Marcus, because, you know, you know, it, with everything, Marcus, people need a voice. You know, sometimes people do things the right way, like a Jared Harris. You don't see Jared Harris going, you know, beating, stealing TVs and all that. You don't see all that. He's a great kid. Just like I fought for uh, 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 Von Coleman, who transfers to Crosby, and, and they, the UIL declares him ineligible, and now he's up at Harkham College in Philly because nobody, everybody kicked him to the curb. But not John Urie. I didn't kick him to the curb. I said, you know, come join my team, and I'm going to help you, help you grow. And I, now he's in college for free. I took a kid, I took a Darrell from uh, uh, Elkins High School, has never been eligible, never been eligible at Elkins High School. And you know what? He called me yesterday. He's at Southern Arkansas Junior College. I fight for kids who can't fight for themselves. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if the kid is dedicated to come play for me, I'm going to fight for him. 
because I'm going to give them my all. I'm not going to give them half John Uri. I'm going to give them the whole John Uri. And the thing about it is, everything I've been saying is truthful. I ain't said nothing as a lie. I haven't said nothing that, you know, you know, criticize me. I'm telling the truth, and they know it. And so, and just like I said this, I said this also. I said what? I said, AAU has divided African Americans. You did. Let's touch I'm on one that. of them. Let's touch on that. I'm, and so I'm one of them. What do you mean by AAU has divided us? You mean like as, as a culture divided us against money, each other? The little bit of money I got from Sonny, the little bit of money on the shoes, and I appreciate what Sonny did for me. But the thing about it is, it, it gives me a false sense of, oh, okay, I don't need to deal with people. I mean, and, and sometimes it makes you arrogant. It makes you, you know, immature in terms of, because let me tell you something. At the end of the day, when I look in the mirror, I'm an African-American. And the thing about, I'm a, first of all, I'm an educated African-American. And the thing about it is, is that highly educated, mind you. But the thing about it is trying to, create this soft uh, 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 sense of, oh, well, I can't talk to this guy because he's a Nike guy. No. And, 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 I, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm responsible for that. And I think that that's wrong. I think that I've, I got caught up in that too. And so the thing about it is I said instead of us working together to build a dynasty and quit cutting each other down and, 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 and kicking each other, you know, forget all these shoe contracts. I hate you. This, I don't like you because of this strike. Because of this swoosh. Forget all that, man. This this is we are all African Americans and we are all helping kids. And we should all find a happy medium where we can help everybody else. And we can if we can do that, there's so many African American kids that's gonna get help. Now, are we gonna help some white kids too? Because some white kids gonna join us because they know to get recruited, you gotta go play with them brothers over there. They know that. So the thing about it is and, and we don't have a problem with that because you know, you play with Richard Law. Richard Law is like a son to me. And the thing about it is, he was the only white kid on our team. And what did he do? What did he do? Scholarship, he South sat, Alabama. He and, sat on the bench the did. whole year, he did, yeah. and he wasn't ready. And I told Richard, I said, Richard, when your chance comes, you're going to be a starter. What happened? He started for me all year. What happened? He'd go to college for free. For free at South Alabama. So I did my job. So whatever – now – the, the, what I told his father and his mother, I, I accomplished my goal. So, so the thing about it is, I'm just for my kids, Marcus. I'm for, but if a parent is 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 uh, 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 takes enough courage to send their kid to my program, I'm gonna do the best I can to help their kids go to college. I tell and people all Twitter, the time, Yuri. Really, oh, go, go and, ahead, go ahead. And Twitter is is a mechanism. Sometimes I got I gotta be bold. Sometimes I gotta, you know, because they, they, and I'm going to tell you this too. You know, just a couple of years ago, you know, they, they, they talk about this Dallas Houston, Dallas Houston. I get it where, you know, uh, Duncanville wins state championship every year. Heck, they got the greatest recruiting advantage in the country. They got Duncanville Fieldhouse in Duncanville, and all the tournaments are played in Duncanville. So now, on top of that, is PV a great coach? Is he my dude? Absolutely. But the thing about it, he has the greatest recruiting advantage of any high school coach in the country. And so, you and don't, on you, top of that, he has zero, uh, no, no high schools in his district, but one. And so, so you and now, you know, you feel like the kids in Houston or or Houston basketball period is superior or is as good as absolutely as, superior to Dallas. Absolutely. First of all, Houston's bigger than Dallas. And the thing about it, yeah, they had the five McDonald's All Americans, 
But, let, 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 but let's examine the fact, Marcus. Okay, they had five All-Americans. I can tell you what. I know one thing. I had one kid that gave one of the McDonald's All-Americans 43, and I had one kid on my team that gave one of the McDonald's All-Americans 38. And, and like I told Peavy, what is 38 to you? What is 43 to you? What is it? Do you know how many kids have done that? Do you really? And, and see, let me tell you something, Marcus. People don't realize the greatness of Pete Haggerty. We, 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 it is a, it is a treasure to see PJ Haggerty. I, we go to games knowing he's going 40. How many high school kids you know can do that? But people, instead of them embracing and saying, man, I love to go see PJ, they fight against Yuri. It ain't about Yuri. It's about PJ Haggerty. And that's what it's about. And that's what I keep trying to tell people. I'm a fight for PJ because nobody was giving him his props. Just like I told Blue, the first time I saw PJ Haggerty, the first time when he played against Lamar at the Pasadena tournament, do you realize he had 47? And so I asked Blue, a writer with Gasso, oh, well, that's just okay. Huh? How many kids can score 47 against the 618? 47. So I am going to treasure Houston kids. I am, if it's a kid that's doing well, I'm going to give him his flowers. I'm going to do the best I can from afar. And a lot of these kids, Zion Pipkin is one of them. I write great things about Zion Pipkin in my scouting report. He don't know that, but I do. So, because I think he's a really good player. I just don't think he's better than, I don't think he's better than Jared Ash. No, you're, hold on. I don't think he's better, but he's a good player. Let's kind of go back to the beginning. You said you've been this for 30 years, and you put over 300 right. kids in college. When, when did you start coaching grassroots basketball? 1987. Here in Houston? Yeah. And you are TSU, uh, Texas, Texas Graduate, Southern University undergrad graduate. Undergrad and grad school. And so you started coaching grassroots basketball here in Houston in 1987. Mm-hmm. And so in, in, in your eyes, when did it turn for you to where you were able to get a strong enough team to get – an Adidas deal. Kind of talk about uh, John Yuri and the Adidas family, the Adidas connection, how you met Sonny V. Carroll. Well, I had Grayson Averill at Springwood. Mm-hmm. I sent Grayson Averill. What year is this? Me and, me and oh, good, what year was that? I had, on that team, I had Joe Branch, who's now agent. He just left the Minnesota Timberwolves. Joe Branch. I had uh, Joe Branch, Grayson Averill, I had Noso Basahan, who went to uh, Pacific. Is that Derek Basahan's Char- brother? Yeah, I think okay. I had uh, I had uh, Charlie, who went to Southern. I had um, Dante Randall, Player of the Year from Milby. Mm-hmm. I had Damon Jones, who's in the NBA right now. He was on that team. I had um, what's Chris' name? He was All American out there and football player. Um, out there in, um, Ch- not Channel, one of the schools out there. He went to Colorado and played football. I had him. Mm-hmm. I had a really good team. I had a really, really good team. And so, and all of them, every one of them kids went to college. Every so single one of them. From that group, you were able to get the Adidas deal. Like, talk about meeting Sonny Vicaro and, and how you got started with Adidas. Well, when Grayson came back from, uh, from, uh, Howard Garfinkel's camp. Five-star. Howard Garfinkel, the late, great Howard Garfinkel called me and said, a man named Sonny Vicaro is going to call you in five minutes. Grayson Averill is a big-time player. The guy named Sonny is going to call you. 
Five minutes later, Sonny called me. And Sonny said, hey, I'm going to make you the dude in Houston. And he did. And the next thing you know, he sent me 100 pair of shoes. And what year is Maybe this? Maybe 100. You remember? Oh, you would ask me that. Uh, I can't. 88, uh, it was the sophomore year or junior year for Joe Brandt. I can't think of that okay. year. Okay. Uh, but he was at Kincaid at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but it was that year. And that's when we got all our equipment. And that's when we went to Ypsilanti, Michigan, when I saw Randy Livingston tear up his knee. Mm-hmm. And so from there, you built up the Houston superstars to where yes. you became arguably I'm, one I'm, of the – I'm going to tell you this too, Marcus. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you this too. Mm-hmm. All the tournaments that I did, you know how many officials – all these – you know the, these officials that are in Houston right now mm-hmm. that are really good officials? Mm-hmm. I, I employed all the officials. Back Hayes, all of them. I took care of all of them. I gave them the game to now. Now some of them officials are the best officials in the country. Well, you're, hold, on, we go, hold on, hold on. We're we gonna get to that. Just give me, give me the the once. So now you built up this Houston Superstars program. You guys, Sunday sent you the shoes. When did the turning point for you? Were they like, hey, now John, you're Houston Superstars. You're on the contract. We're gonna give you money and gear. And then when I, when I got Daniel Ewing, mm-hmm. when I got when I first my first high school my first. Uh, teaching job was at Missouri City Middle. Okay. I walked into my classroom and I asked everybody in the class who's the best basketball player in this in this school. Mm-hmm. Everybody said Daniel Ewing. Mm-hmm. At the bell rung, Daniel Ewing's walking down the hallway. I looked at him and I told him, you're going to play for me. He said, talk to my dad. I went and talked to his dad. I started training him. You know, then I met Daryl Shelton. And this is Daniel Ewing, Darryl former Duke guard, former L.A. Clipper guard, played in Europe 10-plus years. Keep going. And then he um, met so I started training. So mm-hmm. Daryl Shelton had a team. He had Alton Ford and his son, Brian Shelton. And so I put the date. They were in a tournament. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were getting ready. So Daryl comes to me. He's like, John, we getting ready to lose this game. I said, what are you talking about? He said, we're playing against the great T.J. Ford and Carlos Hurt. He said, they're the best two guards in the country. This is eighth grade now. Now, so now said, Yuri, nah. is, is this a middle school game or is this an AAU game? This is an AAU game. Okay. This, it, it, it was like a high school game because okay. as good as Carlos and TJ were. So right. I said, don't worry about don't worry about them. I'm going to give you somebody that's going to that's gonna beat them. And I gave him Dan Ewing, and Dan Ewing put on the show. He had 25 and a win mm-hmm. against them. Okay. We beat him in the championship. So after that, uh, that's when Pop Ford called me. And Pop Ford me is TJ Ford's dad. And he said, I need to talk to you. And he asked me, you know, can my son be on here? Can his son be on my team? And I said, absolutely. And and the rest is history. And we had probably the, one of the greatest runs of AAU. And then, you know, come Marcus. Then come Floyd McClain. Then comes Ronnie. Then comes, you know, Richard Law. Then comes. Corey Valson, then comes, and you know, we had, we just had so many good players, and everybody that played on my team went D one. And everybody. so, I'm going to paint Ronnie. Ronnie gonna, went junior college because he didn't have a grade. I'm going to paint but a Ronnie picture real quick. I'm going to paint a picture for the audience. So, this is the summer of 1999. Um, yes, I joined the Houston Superstars. They have TJ Ford, they have Daniel Ewing, they have Kenny Taylor, Corey Valson, Ronnie Davis, all these dudes. And again, like I said, in the John beginning, Lucas Jr. too. John Urie, the coach, he tells my my father, rest his soul, that 
I'm going to take care of your son. He's going to go to ABCD camp. We're going to travel all over the country to play in these big national events. Now, mind you, my parents were super green. You mentioned we're from the north side. I said this on Twitter the other day. There weren't many opportunities for guys on, on the north side of Houston to play AAU and go to all these big events. Meeting John Yuri, that was kind of my opportunity. Um, he told my father and my mother that I'm going to do X, Y, Z for your son. We're going to go all all these places, going to go to all these camps. And mind you, I was just getting into basketball. ABCD was a was a was a almost a pipe dream to me. I, I saw the Slam magazine and I read about it on the message boards and and I, it, it was this mythical camp. And Yuri says I'm going to take you there. And so my first year at ABCD camp, it was the summer of 1999. We were all going into our junior year, and it was like something out of a movie. It was the best players in America. Um, it was 200-plus coaches there, all type of national media. And and John Yuri really, you know, before we left, he, he, he told us, he was like, you guys are some of the best kids in the country. Go prove it. And that's what we did. I mean – it was guys that camp, obviously, you know, the, the Houston guys. It was guys like Brandon Bender, it was, uh, Kevin Tolbert in the, at Michigan State, Robert Whaley, um, Rick Rickard, uh, Avery Queen, Andre Barrett. I mean, camp was loaded. Um, and, and, and John Yuri got us there just playing for the Houston Superstars. And so at that camp, um, ironically, Kobe Bryant, who had started ABCD camp maybe three years prior, four years prior, was one of the guest speakers. Sonny Vaccaro brought him on. And after Kobe spoke, you know, for us as, as, as campers, we were amazed that Kobe spoke. And so it, it just kind of made me look at John Yuri differently. Like, man, this dude has so much, like, power. And, like, you know, during the camp, he's taking pictures. With, this is John Yuri taking pictures with Sonny Vaccaro, talking with Sonny. Sonny giving him a hug and kisses and, you know, talking about us. And in my mind, I was like, yo, this dude, John Yuri, like, this is crazy. He's, 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 he did everything he said he would do. And he put us on his platform and put us on his pedestal. And so for us and for my family, it's like you touched on earlier, John, like they listened to everything you said because you did everything you said you were going to do. And talking about fighting for your kids, I uh, got a funny ABCD camp story. It was the next year, the summer of 2000. Um, we were in a room, me, Daniel, TJ, and Kenny, and we were playing a video game. And Daniel Ewing's phone rings and a high major coach called. He was at one school. He just retired, actually. A national championship winning coach. He called the room uh, for Daniel Ewing. It was one of Daniel's dream schools. So Daniel answers the phone. So, you know, we, we can't hear what the coach is saying, but Daniel's like, yes, I want to do it. I would love to. Thank you, coach. And he hangs up. Probably about 10 minutes later, we hear this boom, 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 banging on the door. We're like, yo, who the hell is this? Is Yuri <laughs> screaming at the top of his lungs? No one talks to my players without me. You're like, Daniel, you and you're going to Duke. And so, you know, for, for, for me at the time, it was one of those things I was looking like, yo, this dude, like, he's crazy. Like, he really, like, loves us and he really wants to take care of us. And, like, at the time, like, you know, we I never thought it was overbearing over the top. I thought, yo, this dude, like, he rides for us. He, he wants the best for us. But um, it, it, it just goes to show, like, the length that, um, you know, you went, you were for us. And, and I, I think that, you know, people across the country saw that. Like, whenever the Houston Superstars played, played, it was a show. And a part of that show was because John Yuri went so hard for us. Yeah, and I think, I think the reason why I worked that hard, you know, and, 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 I, and I'm going to address something. I think that this needs to be addressed, too. And I know because, you know, I, I've had some friction with T.J. Ford, you know, in terms of, 
you know, some th- some issues that I, I haven't been happy with him about. Um, and, 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 you know, about him going to Texas, okay? First and foremost, I wanted the best for all y'all. That's what I, I want the best for y'all. Because y'all were good. Because I thought we were the best team in the country. So, for me, I wanted, you know, the best for everybody. At that particular time, okay, when we had a tournament in eight, I remember this now so vividly. Kentucky was in there. All right? So, I said, you know, what about, you know, T.J. Ford, Dan Ewing, playing together? He said, well, you know, we like both of them, but we like Daniel. We like Daniel. Daniel better. I said, Daniel? I said, both of them are really good, the best players in the country. So I was always one to, to, to say that, you know, guys, I want guys to be good. I wanted guys to go to whatever level they can get to. That's what I thought about it. And a lot of these schools, Texas is, is included. Back then, Texas wasn't that good. Now, it worked out great for T.J. Ford where he was, he was all everything, and, and that's great. But at that particular time, it wasn't a great school in terms of basketball because I wanted everybody to be the best, you know, go to the best schools. That's just how I was, you know. So I was very arrogant about that because I just wanted the best for all y'all. And, and, and at that particular time, I, like I told you, TCU, I thought TCU was a great place. Why? Because the late Billy – was it Billy? What is Billy Tubbs. Tubbs. Billy Tubbs told me. He told me to my face at the final four. He said, "John Yuri, listen to me very carefully. No school in the country is like TCU." He said, "One day TCU is going to be special. Why? Because TCU is the only school in the country that has natural gas under it. There will always be billionaires in Fort Worth. Always." And he said, one day, he said, it, it don't look great right now. But he said, one day, TCU is going to be special. And he was right. So I said, what? Corey Valton, Marcus Sloan, go TCU. And get a top quality education. Right. Because at the end of the day, I'm an educator. So that's what I thought. So in, in terms of, you know, TJ, you know, PJ, I mean, TJ Ford, you know, hey, that was, that, that was just the thing of me wanting him to be great. Because I thought he was great, I wanted Daniel to be great. That's what I thought. It worked out for him in Texas, and I'm happy about it. But you know, sometimes you get caught up into, you know, for me, I am all just for my players. I'm just not. I, I don't get caught up in all of those stuff. I want what's best for them, you know, because if they got a chance to go to a school, a big school, and be on national TV, I'm all for it because I knew that TJ wanted, wanted to be great. I knew Daniel wanted to be great. I knew you wanted to be great. So that's what was, what was, my, was my push, what was my arrogance. And sometimes I make mistakes too. And, and the thing about I understood that. You know, I understood, you know, where TJ, you know, you know, my mistake. I didn't think Rick Barnes was a great coach, you know, at that time. I didn't, you know. It was, he was great for TJ Ford, you know, and he's a, a really pretty, pretty decent coach. But I mean, like I told him, and I and I I, I never miss words. How hard is it to coach PJ, TJ Ford? It ain't hard to coach him. TJ Ford brought you, made you great, and now and I, I stand by it. So I mean, because TJ Ford is great, right. and Daniel Ewing was great. So if I think Marcus Sloan is great, that's the way I think. Why? What did we do, Marcus? We played everybody in the country. We played everybody. 
from the East Coast to the West Coast. We played everybody. We did. And beat them. We did. That's fair. Now, Yuri, speaking we about. Played, we played everybody and beat them. Speaking about playing on the, on the Adidas circuit. So we graduate classes 2001. Um, that next summer, 2002, you have a big event at Yates High School. Um, now, at this point, you are one of the top, if not the top, grassroots coach in the country to the point where Sonny Vaccaro and Adidas Brass, Chris Rivers, they make a lot of all those teams, uh, Michigan Mustangs and Atlanta Celtics and Alabama Ice, they make all those teams come play in your event in Houston. And then that summer yeah. you have LeBron James. So now that summer, you instead of at Yates, you, the next – the summer of 2001, you take your event to Clear Lake High School. Yeah. And at Clear Lake High School, you have a young kid from Akron, Ohio – Come play in your event named LeBron James. Talk about that yeah. event and talk about where you it was, were. It was a, it was a fantastic event. It was a fantastic event. Um, you know, and, and I got to give credit to the other guys who worked with me. Rick Nelson and Jelan Dez worked with me on the tournament, you know, um, and, and we put together a fabulous tournament. And one of the other parents, I can't think of his name at the time, but, you know, he's the one that kind of got those gems for us in Clear Lake, and you know, for a certain price. And, and it worked out great. I mean, LeBron James was – I knew Calvin Calvin Andrews. Calvin Andrews is an agent with LeBron James uh, right. uh, with Rich Paul right now. A clutch, yeah. And so Calvin, so Calvin had uh, some, some really top-flight players too. And he had Kendrick Perkins playing for him too. So I, he said, if you want LeBron, you need to send me a $5,000 check or a cashier's check. And I said, no problem. So I overnighted a $5,000 cashier's check. And at that particular time, let me tell you some more facts about that that you probably don't know about. At that time, I was dealing with, you know, obviously I was very, very good friends, very, very good friends with um, with Dave Bliss. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and, and Dave Bliss, who, who spoke at, at my coaching clinic that year, was really good um, and uh, was encouraging me to, to, to be, you know, to – get other coaches involved with it. And I, and I got other coaches involved with, with my clinic and, and, and it turned out great. So we did a coaches clinic. We did a tournament. It and, was great. And you I mean, LeBron James has mother in there. It was great. And at, at, at this time, like I said, you, you were one of the big dogs like in the country. I remember you put together um, back then when I was in college, colleges can play preseason games called exhibition games versus pros and former college players and you were putting together exhibition games to play against college teams you were kind of like doing really well doing that having guys play you know other teams and other universities in texas baylor tcu and m all, all over the country actually you, you were putting together these events um again you were at the the the, 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 the pinnacle like you were at that you were a top dog in the game at that time yeah, I was, and I, and I think that uh, you know we had an exhibition team, and we were, we wasn't doing anything that the pump and run wasn't doing, and other people were doing around the country. I mean, you know, we I had a lot of ex players, and we went and played against um, you know a lot of good college teams, and we gave them a run for their money. As a matter of fact, Byron Smith, who's the coach at Prairie View A and M, coached my players, mm-hmm. um, and he did a, he did a really good job, and I paid him too. You know, so, you know, he, he got, you know, he really got them guys to play hard. Corey Henderson, Chuck Henderson, and a lot, a lot of old ex-college players. And we, we did a really good job, and, and, and we went and played quite a few schools. 
Um, so it, it was a really good thing back then. It was it was a really, um, you know, decent, you know, uh, uh, amount of pay, you know, for one one night's work. And, and at that particular time, that's when my new college college basketball was a really big business. It was big, big business. And you and, and go ahead. And I just thought, you know, hey, I'm if I'm doing everything the, the right way, it's legal. Why not do it? Be a part of it. And now you're talk about again going back to you being on top. At what point in your eyes did it kind of turn for you in Adidas basketball? Again, man, like I was in college. Think, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, like hold on. Let me tell you this. I, I was I was in college, and I'll never forget. I was on the internet on ESPN.com, and I was reading an article. They were talking about summer basketball. This was the summer of 2000 and three now and like they listed the yuri had a tournament called the texas classic adidas texas classic and like they listed that as one of the best tournaments in the country and they had a list of teams from all over the country who played in the event and then you know obviously i graduated college i kind of not lost track of you know or not didn't keep in touch with yuri but you know i was growing up doing my thing and then all of a sudden i heard that yuri wasn't with adidas anymore and I was kind of shocked because I'm thinking to myself, like, this dude was the dude on Adidas. I mean, anywhere we went, the Houston superstars got big-time treatment. I, I, I tell people this to this day, and I make them laugh. My dad died in 2014. I'm sorry, 2013. Um, and he was still wearing Adidas velour sweatsuits in 2012 that I got from – that I got in 2000, like – that's how much stuff we like. I would get big, like four by six boxes shipped to my house from Adidas and Chris Rivers, handwritten notes. The Houston superstars were one of the better. I mean, again, John Yuri had, I mean, he had the juice. And so then to see that on, on the internet and then like the summer of 04 or 05 or 06, kind of someone was like, yeah, you know, Yuri doesn't have the Adidas deal anymore. Now I knew that, you know, Rivers, Chris Rivers left Adidas and went to Reebok. It was a split with Sonny and them, but to find out you didn't have that deal anymore was kind of a shock. So talk about like that period for the Houston superstars. Well, that was a deal. Okay. First of all, we were in Chicago um, and Sonny had a meeting with every Adidas rep. Mm -hmm. um, Adidas turned down LeBron James mm -hmm. and Sonny gave LeBron James mother his word that he was going to give get a hundred million dollars from Adidas. Adidas said no. We don't think that a high school kid is worth a hundred million dollars. Mm -hmm. Sonny came downstairs. All the reps were in there saying, "I exercised a clause in my contract to leave Adidas." Mm. So he left us. He left us all out there with, with with without a pattern. And and I understand, you know, his loyalty to LeBron James, that type of thing. But you talk mm -hmm. about we were the most powerful group in the country. We had all the players Indeed. every year. We yeah. killed Nike every year. We had all the players. We had the events. We had all the coaches. And I just thought, you know, it, it was go because we had so many good players and we had so many great coaches, AU coaches, that were always going to get players. You know, we may not have gotten another LeBron, but we were going to get somebody close to it. Because we did every year. We got Tracy McGrady. We got Kobe Bryant. You know, on and on and on and on. We got every year somebody came to ABCD and turned it out. And, you know, Rashard Lewis. When I mm -hmm. took Rashard Lewis to ABCD, Rashard Lewis go from basically a no-name to basically no one player in the country. You know, so it's always every year ABCD is going to produce 
a, a top player that's going to be an NBA draft lottery pick. So, you know, but when he left us, I mean, it left me. So then Darren Kalish, you know, got the job. He was good friends with Chris, with, um, with, uh, um, Chris, uh, Chris that lives here. Um, and he basically, when my contract was up, he gave it to, to Chris and, uh, that was the end of it, you know, and I, I didn't have a great relationship with Darren Kalish. Um, and, uh, so, you know, that was the end of it. So I kind of went independent, mm-hmm. which was okay too, because after that, I still, you know, I still had so many good players. Jimmy Butler came after that. Raymond Penn came after that. Kirk Van Slyke came after that. I mean, I had so many good players. Let's speak um, on Jimmy so, Butler. Jimmy, uh, so so you you see Jimmy Butler. A lot of people don't know Jimmy Butler is from Houston. Played at Tom Ball High School. Um, obviously, I, I've heard the story from you and just from other college coaches. But they said that when he played for you, nobody would take Jimmy Butler. Nobody wanted to bite on Jimmy Butler. Talk nobody about nobody wanted him. We won the gas though. We won that. We, I mean, Blue and those guys, Sam and those guys, laugh at it to this day. We won the Gasso, um, and uh, I'll never forget it. You know, we won the Gasso in the drum. Remember the North Texas? They got right, the yeah. thing called, I think, mm-hmm. the drum. Um, no, 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 not the drum. It, it was called the, the, the Super Pit. The Super Pit. I'm sorry, yeah. my bad, my bad. The Super Pit, yeah. yeah. And we, we won we won the Gasso in the Super Pit. That was the day that I can't think of the guy. He coaches here, and they got into that big fight. And somebody came and hit him. Uh, he, I can't think of his name. He's an Omega sci-fi. I can't think of his name. Good dude. He got hit. They got into a big fight with that Dallas team. And so and Yuri, then we ended up with Jimmy Butler. When you say no one would take him, you mean like no one would recruit him? He's playing on for the Houston nobody Superstars. Nobody wanted him because he wasn't fancy. I mean, we had a really good team back then. You mean think about it. We had Raymond Penn. We had we had um, the kid Kendrick out of San Antonio. He was basically leading scorer in the state. We had Kendrick. We had Kirk Van Flight. I mean, we had some really good players on that team. We had, uh, uh, what's the big kid, went up to St. Peter's. We had him. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had we had some really, really good players back then. Um, and, and the thing about it is that, I you know, I, what about Jimmy? Nah, Yuri, we don't think you're good enough. Nah. And then we were at Texas A&M in the locker room. Nah, Yuri, we don't think you're good enough. And, 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 and the rest is history. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I hate that, you know, Jimmy didn't go. I mean, but it wasn't – obviously God had, had a different timetable for Jimmy. It motivated Jimmy and the rest is history. Now he's a, almost a $300 million dude. So, I mean, but nobody wanted him. No, at that, But that's Houston, Texas. That's the reason why I fight for Houston, Texas, because Houston got so many good players that don't get the spotlight that don't get this, that don't get that, and they turn out to be good players. So I just can't give Dallas the edge over Houston because I know Houston, and I know Houston has really, really good players all over the city. Now, are they all going to play for the top team? Absolutely not. But there's always a good player out there somewhere that deserves flowers, but they're not going to get it because the city is so big. And, and, And it's only one Marcus Sloan. There's only one Jimmy Hicks. Which, which really, Jimmy don't really write about guys no more. It's mostly Doug, and it, and I write about kids. So after that, it ain't that many kids can cover the whole city and can really write about all of the really the real talent that's in Houston. And so every year, somebody in Houston is gonna get overlooked. 
And so they you feel like kids get overlooked because the city's so big, correct? It's too big. You can't cover it. Think about this. Think about this. Look at all the writers that are in Dallas. Paul B. and Cardi's in Dallas. Gasso is in Dallas. Paul Miranda's in Dallas. Buff is in Dallas. That's four right there. 24-7 sports is in Dallas. Um, and a host of a whole, all kind of other writers are in Dallas. So what are they going to do? They're going to write about Dallas kids. It's like six or seven, eight different people writing about the same kids. And so they're going to pump them kids in Dallas. Or them kids are not going to probably play in their event. So you can't cut. And Harris County is bigger than Dallas County. So think about it. They got all them dudes, and Blue and them give a tournament, seem like every week. Dude, they going to cover all them dudes. And they going to put them dudes on the forefront if they're good. And so is, 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 is it a thing, Yuri, where it's not enough quality writers in Houston? or That's is, correct. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Okay. That's correct. Okay. It need to be about probably about 15 guys to cover this city. Think about it, Marcus. You got Katie. You got HISD. You got North Houston. You got East Houston. You got West Houston. A lot of schools. You got Beaumont. You got uh, a North Shore. All them schools out there. You got, I mean, man, you got Pearland. You got, I mean, you got all them schools past Pearland and Alvin ISD. And do you realize how many schools that is? It's a lot. That's a lot of schools. You can't cover them all. It's a lot. You can't. It's a lot. Oh. You know, and so somebody, i give you a prime example. I can't think of the little white kid's name. He's out there at that school on the other side of Crosby. What is that school, man? God, I can't think of his name. Right now? But anyway, he's there right now. I think he's a senior. He played, I think, either somebody. I saw him somewhere. Mm-hmm. I saw him a couple weeks ago. He's a really, really good player. Now, when he played against P.J. Haggerty, P.J. embarrassed him, you know, because he started talking. So P.J. embarrassed him. But I saw him another day. He's a really good player, and ain't nobody talking about him. Nobody. Ain't nobody talking about him. They kicking who? Mm-hmm. He was at he was up there at, 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 at one of them camps. A dude can who? Ain't nobody talking about him. That's another one. And then I'm going to tell you, another, the other little kid that's out there at um, – there's another little kid, too. It's, it's just so many, man. It's really? so many kids that don't get talked about. And Marcus can't cover the whole city. John Yuri can't cover the whole city. Doug lives in Beaumont. So that's three writers right there. So mm. Jimmy don't really do writing. He does his show. So who's going to write about all these kids? Right. You can't cover them. You can't. So some kid is going to get overlooked. And some kids just not gonna make it. And now Yuri, with with you having your own AAU team, AAU program, and you ranking—I mean, excuse me, not ranking—and you writing guys and writing reports, what do you say to people who might say Yuri's report might be biased towards his own kids? Well, I, I, but you know, Marcus, one thing—one thing that you learn from me playing for me—I'm fair. If you're good enough, you're good enough. If you ain't good enough, you ain't good enough. And I tell my own players that. If you're good enough, you're good enough. You ain't good enough. You ain't, I'm. I'm Sometimes people don't like that honesty, but if you ain't good enough, you ain't good enough. I I, 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 tell, I tell my own players that if you ain't good, I told the kid from Eisenhower. I said, look, when he first started playing with me, Keelan Dorsey, his father would tell you, Keelan Dorsey. I said, look, we first, you know, I, I said, Keelan, you can't dunk everything. Sometimes you got to do a layup. 
you play you you're not playing the right way. Just listen to what I'm telling you. And if you do what I tell you to do, you're gonna be a star. When he start listening, let me tell you something. Keelan Dorsey is gonna play in the NBA. You can put it in the book. He's that good. He can shoot it. He's tough. He dunks everything. He lays and he blocks your shot too. He a lockdown defender. He is the real deal. But you know what? Ain't nobody really talking about him like that. Now he got offers out on the table. But I'm telling you, it's kids like him that are right there on the cusp of being can play with anybody in the country. He's physical. He's athletic. He's fast. Kids like that. I'm gonna talk about him. He because he, he done turned the corner, and he's really, really, really good. Angel Sanye. I hate the fact that he chose to go up there to Red Rock in Vegas, but a lot of people. When it comes down to short guards that's six foot, you know, a lot of these colleges say, well, you know, I can go get a portal kid. Instead of a six-foot guard high school, I can go get a portal kid. Well, Angel Sanye is the real deal. Mm-hmm. He killed everybody. But a lot of people don't want a six-foot guard. But he's the real deal. So I'm going to talk about people who have earned it. And Angel Sanye is the real deal. I hate the fact that he left, you know, um, uh, Made Creek, but he did that on his own. Because no. think about it, Marcus. Look, think about it. Angel Sanye has been around nothing but Division One players. P.J. Haggerty, Mason Dox, uh, uh, Sean Elgin is going to uh, uh, the Division Two school. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Sean, him, he's uh, been. Around, I mean, everybody on our team going to college. So the kid wants to go to college too. So I, I mean. What can I say? He did he did something on his own to improve himself because he wants to live that dream of going to college. I hate the fact that he left five, you know, because I think five would have had a hell of a team. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it, I couldn't, I can't hate the kid, but because he's making a choice for himself, and he, and he's de- and and one of the things he's depending on himself to make it, and that's a great thing. I hate that he didn't go to five because I thought they would be a really hell of a, hell of a good team. And five did a really good job with him ever since he'd been there at May Creek. But the kid wants to be great. He, I mean, he's been around PJ Haggard and Mason Dock, man. Them yeah. dudes are big time dudes. For sure. No. So, so, so I mean, and he's around a Jared Harris, <laughs> I think, and Keelan Dorsey. I mean, come on, man. I mean, I mean, I just, he, he understands, that he wants to be great too, and I want him to be great, and I think great things gonna happen to him because those guys on the West Coast don't play downhill like that. They don't play downhill like yeah. that, no, and he's gonna get something. Now, Yuri, what what can you say to to people? Because I've 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 been guilty of this um, right now in the space. I mean, I, I I feel like not that it's a young man's game, but I feel like it, there needs to be a um, shift in the culture. There needs to be a changing of the guard, right? Um, just not just speaking about grassroots coaches, but just in general in the grassroots basketball space. What do you say to people who may say that John Uri is past his prime, John Uri is bad for the city of Houston, state of Texas, John Uri is bad for the game of basketball with the way he goes about his business, business with the way he fights for his kids. What do you say to that? Well, I don't think that I'm bad for basketball. I think that I'm great for basketball because I'm I'm blue, I'm, I'm 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 truthfully honest, and 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 my method may be a little different. It might be a little brash, but 
I don't, I don't, I don't hate nobody else if they do good. I'm, I'm, I'm only helping my team. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm helping my guys. Now I'm helping the guys that play for John Erie. I don't help nobody else, guys. And I know a lot of the mother parents come up to me and want me to write about their kids. I'm not doing it. You don't play for me. Won't you go to the coach that you play for? You know, I mean, you know, you chose to play for them. Go let him write about you. But the mother coaches don't write about their kids. They don't fight for their kids. They might do some things for their kids, but they don't fight for their kids the same level as I do. And and I'm going to tell you this, too. This is a big part of this college recruiting business, too. You got to know coaches. Correct. You got to know people. You got you to gotta know people from the East Coast to the West Coast. I know people from all the way from Philly to past Philly to Maine. Because you remember I had Cody Augustus up there at Maine Central. Um, I, I know coaches up there. I know um, uh, coaches at Pacific. I mean, I know coaches everywhere. And when they ask me, I'm brutal, I'm, 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 I'm painfully obvious, uh, honest with them. And I tell them if a guy can play, they're going to take my call. Just like uh, Mark, Mark Few the other day. Mark Few called me back. You know, when I called him, he called me back. I said, I got Jared Harris. He said, if Jared Harris want to play fast, come to Gonzaga. And, I, and so, you know, for me, that was music to my ears. Why? Because Jared Harris is a fast player. And I know Jared Harris is that good. So the thing about it is that, you know, I mean, I know guys. I've been knowing these guys for years. I've been knowing some of these guys. They've been assistant, they were assistant coaches when I was in the business. Now they're head coaches. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it, basketball, is, it, 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 it's also about relationships. And fortunately, I just have more relationships than everybody else. So, you know, I can call a, a University of Maryland, Baltimore County, and, and they're going to take my dude. I can call, because I'm not going to lie to him. I can call Bruce Pearl when Bruce Pearl didn't even have a job. Yeah. I knew Bruce Pearl when he didn't have a job. So, you know, so, you know, I know these, I've been knowing these people for years. And, and, and so, you know, my thing is that I'm going to fight for my kids, but I'm going to help my kids go to college. And that's what it's all about. And I'm, and, and that's, that's, but now are we turning the corner? We need to change this paradigm where people think, well, John, you're an arrogant guy. Look, I done reached out and said, look, let's work together. Yeah. Let's work together. I mean, Let me for, help you. I mean, I mean for give me. Give you a prime example. Let's give you a prime example. Mm-hmm. Texas Takeover. Yep. Texas Takeover, pretty seasonal program. Guy Nanny does a good job. You know, only problem is, <laughs> he don't know nobody. He don't know no coaches like that. He got some good players, though. So the thing about it, should I be able to help Ned? Yeah, I don't mind helping him because he's helping somebody else's kid. So the thing about it, and I went to him and told him that. I said, look, man, let's work together. Maybe we can get these kids. If, if I can help a kid go to college, I'm doing God's work. And I think that that's, I think that's more important than anything for me to do God's work. And, 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 I, and, I, and that's just how I'm going to stand on that. And whatever, by any means necessary, I'm going to go out to help kids work. And that's the way I'm going to do it. John, you're... Because think about it. Think about it. Uh, uh, Dubam Maneki went to play for everybody. With his, with his crazy father, who I love, who's my dude, who played at Texas. Gabe Maneki. Yeah. Played at Texas. Yep. Okay. His son went to uh, JL3. He went here. He went there. He went to all the programs. He didn't leave no program when he came to John Erie. He didn't leave no program when he came to John Urie because what? We coached him and we treated him right and we treated him like he's somebody. Now he's at Abilene Christian 
Division One. So as far as Gabe and I, we good. What? Why? Because I helped his son go D1, and I was a man of my word. So, so, and 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 for my my relationship with Dubas is super. Why? Because I I gave him a forum with two of the best guards in the country, and we won everywhere. So you know, and I and I was nothing but fair. Now, some kids like Sean Elkinson who got overlooked. Who killed everybody? But people looked at. Well, you know, he a white kid. Yeah. Oh, you know, and, 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 he don't I'm, jump high. Real quick, I'm sorry. You know, I said Sean Elkins. He went to Dallas Baptist. He actually was at Saint Edwards University. Saint Edwards, Austin. You know, and 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 the thing about it, people are like, well, you know, and this is how people think. And I'm gonna keep it brutally honest. Sometimes these coaches, and the coaches told me, this coach told me at the Final Four, he said, Yuri, a coach don't play, don't pay me to recruit white boys. They pay me to recruit black kids. And he said, that's the honest truth. And I said, okay. So I was good with it. But kids like Sean Elkenden, who is really, really good, he got, I mean, and he played great for us. And he's a great kid. He's going to be a big time player. Yes, he's he going to be a big time player at, at, uh, St. Edwards. At, uh, at St. Edwards. He's going to be a big time dude. John Yuri, do you feel like you are still at the top of your game? Do you feel Absolutely. like you are one of the best? Grassroots coaches currently in the state of Texas. I think I'm the best in Texas. I'm the I'm probably if I ain't the best in Texas, I'm probably the best in the country. I'm 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 getting I'm I'm sending kids to college with no funding. Think look at let's let's examine last year. Austin Page, the kid up there at Episcopal. I sent him. He came to my my school. He's at Dallas University of Dallas. Um, uh, Avon Coleman at Harkham. Philly, uh, Jacksonville, Troy, who played for the Houston Hoops, played for Elkins High School, had zero offers, come to John Urie in a month, he get an offer from Troy. So, John, Urie, so John, you are the best grassroots guy in Texas, grassroots coach in Texas. I'm the best grassroots guy in the country. In the country. Talk that talk. I, I'm, I'm getting, Marcus, I'm getting kids in college with no money. And when you what, say no money. What's the goal of a, and when you the say no money, you mean to help kids go to college. You, when you say no money, you mean that you are not getting any funding from a shoe company or any. No. Yeah. What what money? And so, if you got if if someone were to give John Yuri a deal, one of the shoe companies, you would change the game basically, or go back to where you were when you were one of the top. Go back. Coaches I'll probably go back to the same number one in the country because I was right there with Curtis and. Sonny knew that. Sonny Curtis knew that I was, I was right there with Curtis Malone. Curtis Malone had a good, some good players. I was right there with Wallace Prather. And think about Wallace Prather, what he Atlanta, did. Atlanta Celtics, Wallace Prather. Wallace Prather, we go to their tournament. Tyrone Nelson scored 45 in this semifinal game. What does he do? Wallace Prather paid, uh, um, what's the guy's name? Um. Uh, God, uh, the guy played in the NBA for a long time. Um, Not Dwight Howard. No, he played for Phoenix for a long time. He played, what's his name? Amari Stoudemire. He paid Amari Stoudemire's guy $10,000 to beat us in the championship. Mm-hmm. That's a real story. Richard Law was there. He paid $10,000. And Antonio Nuttall was on that team, too. Mm-hmm. $10,000 to beat us. That's how good we were. And think about it. Think about guys like Brandon Johnson. Brandon Johnson, nobody wanted him. He goes to little old bitty San Diego. 
beat Gonzaga on national TV, beat UConn on national TV, beat Kentucky on national TV. Nobody in Texas wanted him. And I tried, I begged Rice to take him because he had the grade to get him right. I begged them to take him. They didn't think he was good enough. But he goes to San Diego and the rest is history. So, I mean, you know, I'm doing my job, man. I'm just doing the job to help kids. And, you know, the Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. I just think I'm great in this AAU space. And I don't think anybody's better than me. Because the thing about it, I know the business, I know the game, and the thing about it is I'm going to do the best I can. And I'm not going to pull no punches. I'm not going to shortchange it. I'm not going to cut no corners. I'm going to do it the hard way. And I'm going to do it the way that's necessary, that's pleasing to God and pleasing to my eyes, that's good enough to play Division One college basketball. And that's just the way I'm going to do it. And right now we got this guy like Tamir. Tamir is coaching my guys. Assistant coach out there at um, – Katie Jordan, though. Katie Jordan, mm-hmm. one of the best basketball minds in the country. He's a good one dude. One of the best in the country. He is a good Sharp, dude. Sharp, yep. smart, yep. he knows the game. And the thing about it is, is that, you know, you know, I, I mean, eventually he's, he's probably going to get a college job, mm-hmm. you know, because I know people and I'm going to help him get a college job because he knows me and I know coaches. So the thing about it is, is that, I mean, I'm going to do the best I can, Marcus, with yep. what I got. And, and, I, and, I, and I've been trying to, and for years, Marcus, because, I, I mean, it, it seems as though you and I have some, some you, know, well, you know, but the thing about it, Marcus, at the end of the day, you love kids just like I do. I understand you doing the business, trying to make some money, but at the end of the day, we love kids. Correct. We want to help kids. Correct. And the thing about it is, the one of the things I loved about Lee Sloan, that nobody do about this, I loved about Lee Sloan. He said, John Yuri, I love kids. I want to help any kid I can. I want to do it. And that what made me love Lee Sloan because he loved markets. My son, Marcus, and I said, hey, man, sometimes I said, I know you love Marcus. I said, I'm going to do the best I can because it was Lee Sloan. We drove 22, 25 hours, 20, or 22, <laughs> 25 hours no, to Chicago. 16 hours in the van. I'll never forget that. It was In the van hours. to Chicago. Yes. Your dad was there. It and was. the thing about it, why would somebody drive all the way to Chicago to play in a tournament? Why? Because I wanted to play against the, one of the best teams, Mac, the great Mac Irvin, mm-hmm. Mac Irvin Fire. And we lost in the championship. We did. So the thing about it is, is that, you know, but when we lost in the championship, what happened? Mac Irvin went and told everybody in the country, John Urey got dudes. Yeah. That was my whole purpose. And he said, John Urey got some of the best players in the country. It ain't even close. What happened? All them people started recruiting John Urey dudes. Because we went, we took on all comers. And that's what we do now, Marcus. We ain't afraid to play anybody. Yeah. I put it out there the other day. I want Mo Candy Lee. I I want Southern Assault. I want uh, uh I want to play against Trey Johnson. I want him because I know one thing: you ain't gonna cheat them Houston superstars. Now you ain't gonna cheat us. You know you are gonna play hard against us. And I'm gonna tell you, Trey Johnson, he play against us. He better come on with it if he's the number one player. Because if he ain't if he ain't off if he off that day, he gonna lose. Because I'm telling you this too. See, Jimmy Hicks tried to pull that stunt, too. Oh, Yuri, he called me the night before the game. Oh, Yuri, won't you take some, some of these seniors? You will need some of these seniors. I gave you all these EYBL teams. I said, Jimmy, I ain't worried about this. I said, I ain't worried. You don't realize what I got. Yeah. So when we played Blake Griffin Elite, what do we do? Destroy them. What do we do to live on? 
destroyed them. What do we do to uh, Dallas Seawolves uh, with the seven-footer? Destroyed them. So I, I want to play. It's good for basketball. Correct. If yeah. Trey Johnson is that dude, he got to prove it every time he's stepping between that rectangle. And when he played him, he was a superstar. He better be ready. Now you're, I we, promise you. He's going to play that game. So with in Sloan Cone Facts, we're gonna and you know for the show we're gonna always end the show with five Sloan Cone Facts. So for you, Yuri, I need the five best players you've ever coached in the Houston Superstars program. C.J. Ford. Okay, one. Jimmy Butler. Two. Joe Young. Three. Pretty good list so far. T.J. Haggerty. Four. Did I say Dan Ewing? You did not say Dan Ewing. Dan Ewing. Dan Ewing fathers. And I, I and, and, and Jared will be there too. Um Jared will be there too. Okay. But Jared Jared only played a this was for year Jared's first year playing seventeen U. He sat on the bench for three years for the Houston Hoops. So now but by next year, everybody gonna see Jared Harris. You he hot. played three tournaments in Houston. Three tournaments. Three shootouts, I think. I think it's, it's, uh, Coach Siegler sent me the other day. He played three tournaments in Houston. So we go, y'all gonna see the Jared Harris show. You better, you better go watch him. You better go get that ticket because that ticket is rolling. And I'm gonna tell you this right now: Jared Harris got 25 high major offers, about 25. And the thing about it is that more are coming. Somebody go offer him tonight. So look here. So I'm telling you right now. You better catch the Jared Harris show while you got a chance, why it's free. Because one day you're going to pay to see Jared Harris play. You're one day you're going to pay for to see him play. First and foremost, again, man, I, I, I thank you for what you've done for me um, in my life. Appreciate you. As a young man and helping me get to college and put me on a platform. I appreciate that also. Appreciate you for being the first guest of Sloan Cold Facts. John Yuri, thank you so much. Appreciate you. All right, John. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Guys, there you have it. First episode of Sloan Cold Facts. We had the incomparable John Yuri, a.k.a. the godfather of grassroots basketball. Um, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Until next time, it's Marcus Sloan, your host of Sloan Cold Facts. I'm signing off.